Hello everyone, welcome to God's in the Nerd Church Podcast, episode number 10. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. I count it an honor and privilege to be here, to share with all my heart, that God's put on my heart to a lost and dying world, and to help the Christians also in this world that are going through tremendous trials and situations. And as you know, we've been going through a book called... Faith and, cur- faith and hope and courage in changing times. And as we know the way this reality is in the world, we've been going through a lot of changing times here in America and throughout the world. Which is with the pandemic, the coronavirus. So... We are going to keep doing this study for a few more weeks. I don't know exactly how many weeks are left, but it's getting low on the book. Um, So we are going to keep continuing on in that. Then today then we're going to go to our prayer request segment and we're going to be adding some prayers to um our list we're going to be adding a person and then i'm going to be adding another prayer request to About a situation that's going on. Then we're going to go into. God teaches us in a different way. We're going to read a story called. Shaken and stirred. So that's the three segments that we're going to get into today. Um, So let's pray. And let's get going on the way God wants us to go. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to take a Kohlhoff's Evan doctor and anoint these slips of clay. I ask you to let me preach and teach the things you want me to teach and preach. Let everything to go the way you want. I ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you got your Bibles with you or the Bible on your devices or which you can get... Open them up to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter number 3. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter number 3. Oh, book of Deuteronomy, chapter 23. I'm sorry. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 23. And we're going to look verses 3 through 5. And it says, And the Amorites, or Moabites, shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord. Even to their tenth generation shall they not enter into the congregation of the Lord. Because they that met you not with bread and with water, the way when ye came forth out of Egypt and became, they hired against the Balaam, the son of Beor, of Pethor, of Mesopotamia, to curse thee. 
Nevertheless, the Lord thy God would not hearken unto Balaam, but the Lord thy God turned the curse into a blessing unto thee, because the Lord thy God loved him. Here we have in the situation here, if we would have went with the first one, verse 1 to verse 5, we were saw a lot of talking about sins and different kinds of sins and how God wouldn't he not let people, his people into the promised land because up to the 10th generation because of what that generation did. Now, then it went on in verse 3, started talking about the Amorites and the Moabites where Israel came to Jordan to take possession of the land where God was leading them in the wilderness. Now this is a time after Moses was long past dead and Aaron and they we knew that they wasn't going to be walking into the inheritance. In fact, the generation that started leaving from Egypt did not, did not was not welcome into the promised land because they made their self complainers to God and God got wearisome with them and punished them. But he said then when that generation dies out the next generation will come and inherit the kingdom their new home which is Israel. In the land of Jordan. Alright. But around this time. It was saying that the Moabites and the Amorites. They wouldn't be allowed into. The kingdom of God. Right up to their 10th generation. Because they was. When they came. They didn't come as friends. They didn't come as someone to give them food and drink to help them when you move in like like the common practice used to be years ago when someone moved in they came with flowers or they came with food or they came with um desserts or stuff to because they know you're moving in and you don't have time to cook but they didn't do that in fact if we know the Molevites and the Amorites like we do they probably came out and tried to be bullies and tried to chase them out of the land. Okay? And when that didn't happen, they decided, as the Bible says, to go to a guy named Baham, a Masonatomda. They paid him to curse them. So he must have been like some kind of witch, which they would be called warlock if it's a man, to do this. But God told them here in this word don't worry about him don't let them into your king into the kingdom of god and don't worry about them because i'm going to use that curse that he's trying to put on you to turn it to good in other words our god which we find out or found out from the book of job in our book of job study which i know people on this podcast New, uh, on the new um, platform that we're on I'm going to start sharing that again um, 
because actually this is 60, this is episode 65 of God's Internet Church podcast. But I decided to start it over when we went to the new platform of verse 1. But God is leading me to guide those studies back in one of the days of the week. I haven't got it set up yet, how to do that yet. I'm doing it when God speaks it, but he's leading, but he hasn't did it yet. But we learn from the book of Job that God has a plan. And he can take the most worrisome part of your life and turn it about for your favor. In other words, when the evil one comes against you, he can use that evil one to bless you. He can use the devil to bless you. He can use the family that hate you and God to bless you. He can use brothers that are just worrying about this or that, about financial stuff, and not thinking of the needs of everything. Okay? He can give you that. He can turn that around for good. In other words, we shouldn't be worrying about what evil is being done to us. Because in the end, in the end, we'll find out that God will bless us. God will help us. God will show us. And God will take whatever evil steps that the devil is trying to throw at us. And use it for his, for your glory and his glory. Alright? We got to learn to trust him. We got to learn to let God guide us. Even when it looks like it's a storm out there. Me and my wife are going through a little storm right now of ourselves. And I'm not going to get into details. But God keeps whispering to me in the storm. I'm here with you. Guide, let me guide you. Let me trust you. Before we went on the air, we were talking about some things that we're going through. And she expressed some things that she's been thinking about, about the situation. Now I know how she's thinking, and now I can gear up for what we need to gear up for. But the thing is, if you don't let God, if you try to do this without God, you will find out you will fall flat on your face and the curse and the evil meant for you will do it and we will win. So we as Christians are got to learn to make sure we're right with the Lord. That's by asking Jesus into our hearts, making sure we're reading his word every day. And not just reading it, reading it, but asking God to help us understand it. Even if it's just one verse, ask God to meditate on that until you get that one verse. Then go on to the next verse. But you'll find out when you did the work and you did the time, God, and you honored him, God's going to honor you. And he's going to turn the situation that's meant bad for you to be a good fit for you. And he's going to bless you when it don't even look like there's a way that you're going to be blessed. Why? Because God loves you and he wants to help you. And he promises here that he will. 
All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As Medea would say, hallelujah. But we came to the end to the Bible study right now. And I thank God for that. I thank God for what we learned. And I know the past few Bible studies haven't been very long studies um, of this book. Because sometimes it don't have to be 30, 20 minutes. It don't have to be 30 minutes. It don't have to be 40 minutes. Sometimes God wants to get to the point, dealt with it, and give it to you. And sometimes he he got a lot more to say. There's some days he's don't got much to say, and there's some days we do. And what happened these last few, there's some that he done he didn't have a lot to say. So, praise the Lord for that. Either way, God is part of us. All right? Now, hallelujah. We're only a couple minutes off from the podcast that normally I would run each segment. On the old uh, podcast platform, I had to do these in segments. I'm doing these ones in one whole big segment. But, <clears throat> but God it brung us through, and like I said, it could, the segments if go go long more than the whatever segment goes that I have planned, that's fine. If it stays short, that's fine because I want God's word to come out, how He wants it to come out, how long He wants it to come out, and how long He wants it to come out. In other words. Well, even though we have a platform that we're following, we're allowing God to move. All right. Hallelujah. So what have we learned here? We learned this. We learned this. We got to start looking for the best in the world. Not the worst that's coming against us. Because God can turn that worst to come against you. And make a blessing for you. That's what we learned today. Alright. We're going to be shifting gears now. To. The prayer request segment. And we got a lot to. Talk about today. Um, there's ten. Ten prayer requests on here. And we're going to pray. Now we're going to pray for my dad. Who is part of the church group of God's Internet Church. um, About his aneurysm on his aorta. We're going to continue to pray for that. We're going to pray for my mom. Continuing about the the way her heart's been doing things and stuff lately. Her medical health. We're going to pray for my cousin Margaret. You know, who believe I believe is part of the group too, um, with the loss of her mom and dad. And we're going to pray for the guy named Lloyd that lives on our street. And for my friend, like a brother to me, Sean, we're going to do an unspoken, but also we're going to add 
He was exposed, him and his family was exposed to COVID in the last couple of days. So we're going to pray that he does them, that they don't come down to him. But if they do, that God will bring them through. Then we're going to pray for my other friend who's like a brother to me. And it is a brother to me. His name is Dan. Um, I got to find out more about his brain scan. I haven't found out and heard anything about that yet. See how all that went. And if that went well, because he's doing better, we'll take him off the list. But until we find out, we're going to pray, you know, keep praying for him. Then we're going to talk about, pray for my brother-in-law, Paul, and the situation that's going on, and uh, for guidance for him from the Lord, and then guidance in the situation. And then we're going to pray for another friend in the Lord is like a brother. His name is Paul. It's not my brother-in-law. He's just guys from Georgia. And his back has been bothering him. In fact, he was encouraging almost if he would have had his gun, back hurt so bad one day. And this bothered me. That if he had his gun near him, he would have shot and killed himself. And he's got a little kid and he's got a wife. Lucky the gun was locked up on a safe in a closet where he couldn't get up and get it. But we're going to be praying for him. And I got to get a hold of him and find out what things are going on there for him too and then for me and my wife kind of the other end the situation that's going on with her brother-in-law and the estate and everything we want God's perfect will for them and for us his perfect will not what we want but what God wants and then for my cousin Heather she has breast cancer so we need to pray for her that everything goes good the way you want it. She, he wants it. God wants it to go. And then for my f f my friend's father from another brother from another father and mother. The reason this is how he got exposed to it. His dad does have COVID nineteen, and we need to pray for him because he has a lot of bad um, heart problems. And as you know, COVID attacks the heart problem people diabetes and so on so we're going to pray for him and we're going to pray for his mother Robin Messer to not get COVID at all so let's pray as soon as I get a little squig of water here for these needs dear Heavenly Father I thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for me and everything you're going to do for me and my family, my friends, my life, and everyone that I've run into. And Lord, I just ask you right now in the name of Jesus, I got a lot of prayer requests coming, Lord, for health. And I just ask you, Lord, you're the great doctor, you're the great physician, you're the great creator. And Lord, I lift I ask you right now to take your hands inside my dad right now in the name of Jesus to go into where that, that aneurysm is for the inorda that either stop it from growing and disappear or let it to stop from growing and Lord I ask you to be with my mom in this situation with her health let this new medication um, do what it's supposed to do or she don't have to go through that procedure and Lord, I lift up Dan, my friend Dan, to you. He's like a brother to me, and he is a brother to me, the way I see things. Um, 
I just ask you to keep him not having any bleeds in the brain or anything. Be with his blood pressure. Let it get better. And Lord, I ask you to be with my cousin Margaret with the loss of her mother. And Lord, and the father, and help her deal with things. Help her get on and let things go the way you want. I ask you to be with Lloyd. And I ask you to be with his health. He has stage 5 cancer, Lord. I ask you to be the great physician, the great architect and go inside this body of Lloyd's and take care of, of this, this this cancer that he has Lord and Lord I lift up Sean to you my brother in the Lord and ask you be with the unspoken that he asked for but also his family was exposed to COVID so we just ask you right now Lord to protect his family and protect him and not getting COVID and Lord, I ask you be with my brother-in-law Paul, and let every decision be made be what you want, Lord, not what he wants, but what you want. And I ask you be with my friend Paul from Georgia, Lord. I just ask you to touch and heal that back. You're the great architect. You're the great healer. You're the great doctor. I ask you to go in and heal that back in Jesus' name. And Lord, for me and Ruth, we just ask you, on the other flip five of my brother and all let everything go the way you want for us too Lord and I ask you to be with my cousin Heather I ask you Lord to either heal her from this breast cancer and if, they, if you choose to heal her by the doctors taking it let that happen Lord whatever the case may be we just ask you to let everything go the way you want guide those doctors hands and we ask you to be with Sam Messer Lord Jesus and this COVID-19 he does have problems Lord I just ask you, Lord, to touch and heal him, Lord, and let everything go the way you want it to go, Lord, and bring him through. And, Lord, I ask you to be with his mother and protect him from getting COVID, her from getting COVID, Lord. And I ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. God is good, and he's good all the time. Alright. God teaches us in a different way segment. And as you know, I've been reading right now out of a Sunday school packet that was given to my mother-in-law before she died. And it's a weekly journal of practical Christian living. And they're little stories that the Sunday school class people could take home and read during the week. And it's called... Today's second story in here is called Shaken and Stirth. Stirred it. Alright. So, Lord, we just ask you to be with us as we read this word and let it come the way you want. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. This is a true story by Ke Kelly A. Steglin. I am so excited to speak to that group. I sang to my husband. Jerry pretending I was one of the Pointer Sisters singing their 1982 hit song. He chuckled as we got ready together in the guest room um, of his brother and sister-in-law. House in North Eastern Ohio. The sunlight shined in around the edges of the 
drawn curtains, highlighting my hairbrush microphone show. Why is this group more exciting than the two you spoke at yesterday or the one you'll be at tomorrow? Because my friend Connie will be there. We marked her. She used to live by us in Florida. He nodded and continued to dress. I tossed my microphone onto the bed and put on my shoes on. It had been fun to have two Buckeye friends in the Sunshine State, but they, but they had each moved back to Ohio. I always tried to steal away for a quick lunch or coffee in one of them while we were in town visiting our families. What time was precious? I was honored that God, that Connie agreed to come to the ladies' luncheon. Jerry and I had breakfast downstairs, and I headed to the country club near an hour away in a suburb of Cleveland. I sang with gusto with my federal pointer sisters all the way there. The facility was so lovely, they always were speaking mainly in golf and country clubs from Florida to Idaho. They had all started to look like like to me. And I was no longer impressed. I hadn't been there long when Connie arrived. We hugged and quickly caught up my family news and shared updates on mutual friends in Florida. She poured herself a cup of coffee and I introduced her to the hostess of the group. As they got to know one another, I moved towards the entrance position at the door. I greeted the attendees as they arrived. After lunch and a brief preparation by local forces, I approached the podium to speak. It was the third time in two days that I given the small same talk as I shared the story of my spiritual awakening. I noticed a handful of elderly women in the middle of the room displaying questioning body language, folding arms, tilt heads, and thrown scorn displeasure. I continued with my testimony while in the back of my mind I pondered their behavior. What did they discover of disapproval? What did I, did I say that my parents were blue-collar workers? That I was a rebellious teenager? What is it that rebellious teenagers? What it that I have been a pregnant teen, blind before I get God, bridal before I get God, the prostitute? The prostitutes were disconcerting. I felt their judgment, and they shocked, and it shocked me. Suddenly, my mind went went blank. I couldn't remember where I was in my talk. I looked down at my notes, but continued to find that I should be. I couldn't remember. I already had, if I repeated myself, or if I skipped important details. I shot a quick mental prayer to God. Lord, I am having a stroke. What's wrong with me? I slumbered over the Bible. That entirely, the 
said then wrapped it up. <coughs> then unfriendly ladies in the center of the room got up and left with a out greeting me at the door. I was embarrassed. Connie was sweet and assured me that my flux past was nothing to worry about. I apologized to the hostess who was gracious and fringe underwear. After attending to my responsibilities and fire farewells, I got into the car, leaving, pulling off the driveway. My despite conversation with God began. God, what happened is in there. I can't believe I let those rude ladies get me like that. Since I continue, Lord, I pride myself in being able to carry no one matter what going into the room. I can keep my rhythm through crybabies, ringing cell phones, and husband conversations. Never missing a beat. Usually nothing shakes me broke the silence and my spirit. You what? I pride myself on being anything. Throw me your what? Somewhat irritated at his repetitious, I raised my voice, my pride, myself. Oh, that was all I needed to say. I understood he used the discerning body language of a few grumpy women to get my attention to stir my soul. Whether I speak one lunch, lunch, luncheon or one thousand, even every one is important. I should be excited to meet new people and shame, I mean, and share God's story in my life. It was so never feel tedious, and if it does, it's time to reevaluate my calling. I hear you, Lord. I understand, and I'm so sorry I lost focus on you, and why I was there. Please forgive me, helping me to continue to remember that it is not about me. It's never is a, totally about you. And your love and your goodness. I'm just a donkey you ride in on. Thank you for reminding me of that. Thank you for your opportunity. Do you share your story in my life? I'm honored to be able to do it. The next day when I drove to another town, the country club seemed to sparkle into the morning sun. I navigated the wind winding driveway. The facility was a beautiful black drop to share God's story of forgiveness, grace, and love in a, in my life. Amen. So what have we learned here in this story? We got to remember we're doing our ministries for the Lord, not us. We shouldn't let our ministry give us tedious down. We shouldn't get into that frame of mind. We should be excited. Like it's your first time speaking to the Lord. Because this is the first time you're speaking to a lot of people. And some of these people may not even know you as a Christian. Or as a pastor. Or as a Sunday school teacher. Or just as a speaker. God wants to teach you 
but you let to you have to let them teach you by letting them know that you're ready to be used no matter if you had to open your hands and put them on her hands to pray about it well we came to an end of another podcast and I thank God that it was a good one um we will be having another one tomorrow, I believe, um, which we always do. On that note, I'd like to thank you for listening. And these podcasts have been blessing you. I ask you to share it with people so they can listen to them too. Because I want to help a lost and dying world come to know Jesus. And I want to help the Christians that are, are going through a lot of trials and tribulation and show them how God can help them too. So I encourage you to watch, listen to these podcasts with me. On that note, I like to say honor one another, love one another, help one another, keep each other safe, you keep safe, love everyone safe. On that note, I like to say God bless you. I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, saying see you next time for God's Internet Church Podcast, episode number 11. God bless you, everyone, and have a good day.